Welcome to the Beer Run, part of the BS and Beer family. The only Saints podcast with a two-drink minimum. It takes as bad as a Skip Bayless tweet. That's a joke, boy. You missed it. Went right past you. You gotta keep. I say you gotta keep on your toes. Put toes, Addy. I'm the California Cajun. With me as always, is little dice. How you doing, brother? What's up, Craig? Happy New Year. Happy New Year to everyone out there in BS Beer Media Land. <laughs> um, yo, this, this was this was uh, a good way to start off the year, I see, Craig. Good way to start well, let's let's the get the the elephant in the room out of the way. The Saints have been eliminated from playoff contention despite winning three in a row. That Tampa game really did do us in, and uh, we should have known it then. Hopefully we did. But you know what? We're stress-free. You know, we, we, we were stress-free. Stress-free last week of the year. You know, it's all right. We chill. You know, for new, new year, new. <laughs> we, we, they won and they got eliminated within like 10 minutes of each other. <laughs> yeah, the Saints, Saints beat Philadelphia. This is great. And without their quarterback, I, whatever. Hey, listen, I still pick Philadelphia. So <laughs> Because you're a dummy. We picked against so the Saints three weeks in a row. Uh, yeah, well, if you had watched, listened to the show last week, you'd know that one brilliant, handsome commentator uh, predicted the Saints would win, and we did. Yeah, because that, that guy always picks the same team. <laughs> and uh, he's been right three weeks in a row. I mean, I can't argue with that, so. Can't, because logic. <laughs> Facts. That's what it is. All right, well, on the beer run, we've got four downs. We're going to talk about some beer. We're going to recap the Saints-Eagles game. We're going to do a little pick them and talk uh, NFL football in general. And then we're going to wrap it up with a preview. Carolina versus New Orleans game. So, referees, get out there, spot the ball. Let's get this thing going. First down, Saints. <laughs> All right, Craig, what you drinking today, bro? All right, listen, you know, New Year, like everybody else, trying to kind of cut back on my vices. Uh, but I'm not a monster, so I'm a little little sip of something for the show. Uh, a little bit of Maker's Mark, a little bit of, little bit of bourbon. Uh, good, good, yummy stuff. Uh, so I got no no bottle to pop for you. I got no sound effects. I got no uh, a flash, pomp, and circumstance. I'll, I'll get to some good stuff with Mardi Gras coming up, and uh, our off-seasons are always ridiculous, so... We'll have some more drinks on this show, but uh, today, yeah, a little, little bit of whiskey, a lot of water. Okay. All right. Well, I don't know if you've ever heard of this before, Craig. I mean, I've never heard, heard of Captain yeah. Morgan before, mm-hmm. but Captain Morgan, they sell this big bottle of a Long Island iced tea cocktail. Oh, tell me you're not. Yeah. Oh, that's disgusting. Oh, yes. that stuff is so gross. Yes. Those pre-mixed cocktails are so bad. It's so delightful. <laughs> Those have been under for like half a decade. Don't, don't do Ooh, that to me. Ice. Done. Okay. Have Six years good. behind the bar and you're going to buy a, oh, I'm disgusted for you. I, I don't know if I can deal with this anymore. This is the worst thing you've ever drank on this show. Reach new lows. 
we 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 don't we don't have time to just be mixing all these drinks, Craig. We just gotta uh, we it, gotta pour and go. All right. If it is if that drink isn't important enough to to you to put your effort into, then you don't deserve to drink it. <laughs> a good cocktail is a beautiful woman. All right. You gotta wine it, dine it, take it out to dinner, let it reject you a few times. Like this, you gotta put some effort in. You have a garnish on there, a little spritz of something, man. Oh man, you can make a Long Island iced tea so good. And there is no possible way that a Captain Morgan in a bottle at your supermarket did it. If you if you want to marry this uh, this Long Island iced tea, then yeah, what 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 you're saying goes. Like you should spend some time, nurture it, and all this kind of stuff. (laughs) You just call this uh, Long Island at two a.m. when the bar closed. That's what it is. Hey, Captain Morgan, you up? That's right. That's right. That's that's where we at with it, Greg. Just horrible. So, <laughs> so we're we're gonna enjoy that. All right. But listen, mm-hmm. if if you enjoy a pre-made cocktail every now and then, go ahead and uh, give us a shout. Over oh, that, that's gonna be a poll question, so that so that all of Twitter can tell you how wrong you are. Hey, we're sending a big shout out to our new partners over at Sports Talk with Friends. We're going to be teaming up with them to bring you some different personalities and points of view. This season is going to be a lot of fun. So go over to their Facebook group and check them out. Sports Talk with Friends. Second down. The Saints beat Debo, a.k.a. the Philadelphia Eagles. (laughs) I was really shocked by... What was going on? But uh, we got it done, correct? We we got Look, it. Done. I, I meant I meant to pull up the stat. How many second halves has our offense been shut out in? Like five, six, seven of them. Because I knew as soon as we went to the halftime, I knew we wouldn't score any more points. So I had I thought that we were going to end at thirteen, and that would be it, and that wouldn't be enough, and we would end up losing late because every team makes adjustments at halftime except us on offense. Our offense stagnates completely as soon as we hit halftime. That's every game, and I want to fire Pete Carmichael into the sun. <laughs> well, early early in the year, it was Marshall Lattimore bailing us out. We lose, we lose bad if Marshall Lattimore doesn't doesn't make that play. Well, yeah. Also, yeah. how good is Marshall Lattimore? We we did forgot that he existed for two months, and if he was here, we won the division yeah. easily. Walking away, oh, oh, resting players next week, we would have won it so bad. We're we're really going all the way there. We would have won the division. Right there. We'd have what do we have? Uh, six wins right now. Seven. We'd have twenty-five wins. We'd have won every game twice. We had Marshall Lattimore. That's that's how important he is. Wow. Okay. Well, the Saints managed to pull this one off, twenty to ten. Um, but but what you were saying earlier about uh, not being able to score in the second half, um. Remember earlier in the season, we couldn't score to the fourth quarter for the mm-hmm. most part. Oh, so we couldn't. So before we couldn't score until they were in a prevent defense and up yeah. by enough points that it didn't matter. And then when people actually started to play us closer and our defense played better, then we just couldn't score. So it's almost like we can't score on a good defense and we could only score on a prevent, try to run the clock out, garbage defense for garbage time. Okay. Are we on that, that's All right, cool. So Carmichael's terrible. We should fire him. I'm glad we can agree on this. Cool. All right. It's not often we can agree, so I'm glad this happened. Yeah, I don't I don't think um Pete Carmichael has many people in the Who That Nation going to bat for him 
uh, considering the offensive performance this year. You know, if you want, you know what? No, no, hold on a second. Speaking of the Who That Nation, I got into it this offseason with some real quote unquote Saints fans. I said that our offense would be top 10 in the NFL. I said we would be a top 10 offense. And these guys told me, oh, you're not a real Saints fan because obviously it's going to be top five because the one year that Pete Carmichael and he called plays, we had a really good off. Shut up. Shut up. Peak Drew Brees. Of course we scored fucking points that year. No, bullshit. You know what? And here we are with Andy Dalton trying his best to score a second half point. Can't do it because our offensive coordinator is garbage. Don't tell me it's because we don't have talent because Olave is special. Shahid was a diamond in the rough. We got Taysom freaking Hill and Alvin Kamara. And you tell me we can't score an offensive touchdown in the second half? Out of here. That's on coaching. It's on coaching. That's on Pete Carmichael. Okay. Well, let, let's recap the game. I guess we could start with the offense here since we, we've been talking about it. Um, the Saints went 7 of 16 on third down. That's turned the ball over once with one interception. That's bad, too. One of three in the red zone. It's not good. I thought we were better in the red zone than that. It's not good. Yep. Um, the worst thing about the offense is they gave up seven sacks this game. Good Lord. <laughs> and a lot of, yeah, all right, so a lot of them were holding the ball too long. Yes. And a lot of them were because we had three backups in at any given time. So, yeah, there was a perfect storm of, of course, we were going to get a lot of sacks. But we were doing things to to mediate that early in the game that we just stopped doing. The ball stopped coming out as quickly. We had longer developing routes. So we stopped doing things that were working before. And I don't understand why we keep doing this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I am not an offensive genius. I am an offensive lineman who likes to hit people. There is no reason that I should think that I'm smarter than the offensive coordinator because I'm not. <laughs> For some reason, he's doing dumb things that are obvious to everyone. Yeah. Well, the running game, they managed to put up 130 yards. Big split. Um, We're talking about 16 carries for Kamara and 14 carries for Taysom Hill. Everybody else has had maybe one or two carries um, on the team. Kamara put up 74 yards. Taysom was effective, 46 yards. He did manage to score a touchdown. Um, did you like what, we, what you saw from overall in the run game? From the thing? I liked it because it was effective and we scored a touchdown doing it. Um, but I understand where some people wouldn't like it. And those people probably, I don't know, wish that Camaro got all the touches for some reason. Maybe, <laughs> maybe there's some kind of ulterior motive for preferring one player or another. I like it because the Saints scored a touchdown and that's all that matters to me. But well, I can I'm, understand I'm, where other people could feel differently. I'm pretty salty about fantasy. Um, I'm telling <laughs> you, so, so salty about it. Um, Anybody here wants to listen to, to Dale's tears, go over on the front of his podcast where he can get beat up by Tim. Yeah, we, we, will, we will be discussing that crap later on for sure. Um, <laughs> Taysom really got an, a lot of touches, 14 runs, two passes. He even caught a ball. We've been asking for this. We've been asking to get him more touches. Right. But I think I think that we're right. I think you can't do this all year or you're going to break him. Uh, but now end of the year, it was a game on, you know, season was on the line. If we lost, uh, you had to. So you threw everything you could. And uh, he was very effective. You can't do that every game for a season. And now yep. that we're out of it, uh, I doubt he'll get that much action next week. Also saw more touches for Rashid Shaheed. 
uh, six receptions for 79 yards. I like him a lot. And, you know, he's, you'd think that all of his stuff is going to be these deep, you know, right. burner he's routes not. and everything, but he's not. He's he's got the full route tree. Yeah. You, you saw him coming across the field on third down and whatnot. He's he's becoming a real wide receiver. Did not see it coming. Now, in the return game, I don't notice as much from him, but do you think what he's shown so far is it good enough to replace Deontay Harris? That's the next question. Uh, the thing about it is, uh, I, oh, I trust him on it, it's Hardy. Yeah. Uh, don't disrespect the man. Yeah. I trust him more on on uh, on just catching the ball. Uh, you know, I, I don't see him kind of muff stuff, bobble, you know, wobbles stuff that Harris Hardy. Uh, you know, he had the big play home run potential a couple years ago, uh, but I didn't trust him catching the ball. You know, and and there were instances where he put it on the ground multiple times in, in a game this year. Uh, and I just kind of trust Shahid's hands a little bit, and they're a little bit different. Shahid's definitely more more top end speed and less shiftiness, so they're not the same player. Um, but yeah, hundred percent, I would take him because even if they were break even at returning, or if Hardy was a little bit better at returning, uh, he offers you so much more in the re- in the receiving game, right. and it's it's uh, invaluable to have a guy that can do both. I mean, he, he's six feet tall, like that's. That's a big. Uh, it's like two feet taller than Hardy. <laughs> yeah, three feet taller than Dale. Oh yeah, sure. But <laughs> this, this, this is, I guess, going to be the big reason why he takes over that role. He's cheap. He's fast. He can, he can return. He can, he's an even better receiver, but he's six feet tall. And so see, I, I like Hardy. But if you want to have Hardy next year, you got to pay him. He's yeah. at the end of his contract. Right. Uh, he doesn't as offer as much in the receiving game, and he hasn't been an effective return game in a couple of years. So, I mean, if you want Hardy, you got to tell me why, because right now there's there's no reason to, to take him over Shahid. Yeah. Yep. Let's move to the special teams. We had Blake Gillikin average about 42 yards a punt, but he had five inside of the 20. Will Lutz also made all of his kicks. I uh, didn't see any turnovers or anything like that. Um, anything you'd like to mention for special teams? Uh, not particularly. I feel like I trust Lutz again. I remember, and that that was a 54-yarder or whatever the one he hit. Uh, I, the whole time I'm thinking, oh, do we just, just punt it deep. Their offense is terrible. This, don't risk it. Why are you risking Oh, Oh, he made it. Okay, yeah, that's the obvious call. Why, why wouldn't you do that? that that's clear. Um, do I remember? I, I drank a lot. Do I? Did, did we kick a field goal from the two yard line? Is that what we did? We had, uh, a, we yeah, had two so. first, fourth, and goal from the two, and the the nutless, <laughs> ballless. Dennis Allen elected to instead of running a Taysom or an Alvin Kamara or any of these complete studs that we have in the backfield, uh, take three in that situation. Uh, that's when I thought we were going to lose. We just. Turn, uh, it's two holy yards. Uh, don't know, guys. Shut up, Dennis Allen. Shut up. Have some balls. You're a defensive coach. You think defensive coaches would be a little more aggressive? That's our whole thing, right? Fly around, right. hit somebody. Well, how about you fly around and score some goddamn touchdowns? See, <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I do. I, I you feel a little bit better about uh, Gillikin now? I mean, five inside the two. Uh-huh. Not even a little bit because we were putting putting him in situations where he didn't have to boot anything. There there was no one score game where if he shanked it we'd lose. 
because in those situations he shanks them and we lose. Yeah. So I still don't trust him. He's he's got as much talent as anybody. That uh, one of those that that we pinned deep was was beautiful. Okay. But no, I don't I don't trust him at all. Now, we're we're coming off of Thomas Morstead, who's one of the greatest punters in NFL history and certainly the best in Saints history, at least in my opinion. And now we're going to a guy who's yeah, he's pretty good. Eh, pretty good's hard to be good enough when we're coming off of greatness. Yeah. Moving to the defense, uh, a quick Davin report. Uh, Marcus Davenport, his snap count pretty low, twenty-seven percent compared to Anderson, seventy-three percent. Yep. Uh, R.I.P. Davenport. Uh, this is hey. definitely going to be last year. <laughs> this is. Just remember, guys, if you're ever going to get mad about wasting draft capital on Davenport, uh, don't don't be upset even though Lamar Jackson was available at that pick. Mm. Be upset. It's fine. I'm sure Andy Dalton and Marcus Davenport is exactly as good as Lamar Jackson would have been. Uh, you know, because I'm, I'm positive that a Lamar Jackson, Sean Payton duo would be garbage and terrible and it never would have worked out. So I sure am glad we didn't make that trip. You know, I had a cousin, man. He was talking about Lamar Jackson and that entire draft and, you know, I, you know, I was against drafting Lamar Jackson, of course. Um, of course you were. <laughs> but he was like, yo, when I see Lamar Jackson scoring a bunch of touchdowns, you got this guy that's not getting sacks. I'm going to talk about it again. And I was like, okay. And sure enough, he was right. Here we are in 2023. Uh, Lamar Jackson has been in a league MVP and Marcus Davenport currently has half a sack. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. Your cousin's talk, smart. Let's talk about sacks here, Craig, mm-hmm. because the Saints got six sacks this past game. Six. Three from yeah. Cam Jordan. Amazing. Like this. He they has have one be. every year. He seems to every year he has one game where he has like three sacks. Yeah, like, multiple sack games. Yeah, it's uh-huh. usually Atlanta, but <laughs> right. every right, year he has one game where he just wrecks shop. That's usually the one. Yep. Stud. But I and you know, and we're talking about his age. It's always late in the year that he has one too. Yeah. Seems like he he comes on stronger instead of tailing off like you'd expect someone in his age to do. But like now he he has the the lead. I'm sorry, the the Saints uh, lead in sacks. Or, yes, but the first year that Jackson was in the league, they didn't count sacks as a stat yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. I'm just saying. I mean, the we're book is what it is, Okay, the, the book is what it I'm is. Just, just read saying. the book. <laughs> mm-hmm. But do you consider Cam Jordan as one of the all-time greats, as we think of the Dome Patrol now? Like, I mean, we should Absolutely. be thinking about Cam in the same manner. Absolutely. If you made an all Saints defense, you can't keep him off of that list. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. And, and, and people want to put Will Smith up there because, you know, it's tragic and he won a Super Bowl and everything like that. Uh, right. But no, it, Cam Jordan is the best defensive end. And I know there's some gray area because mm-hmm. we had the three, four, you know, outside backers are kind of like that, you know, whatever. Right. The, <laughs> the best defensive end that we've ever had on the Saints, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can't argue with it, man. Can't argue. With he's it. he's got the sack numbers, but if that's all he had, he'd be great. But 
the pass rush is only a part of his game. He's excellent right. against the run. He's a good leader. He, you know, he had a season where he knocked down with like 10 passes. He, he's an all around complete defensive end who can also go get after the quarterback. Uh, you don't see a lot of those guys, even the, even the big name guys in the league right now, very few of those guys can provide in the pass rush and in the running game and, and yeah. be the all around player that he is. It's always either or um, mm-hmm. with, with, you know, guys who rush the passer. So, yeah. Um, we also had Caden Ellis and Granderson chip in with one and a half sacks each to bring that to six. Yeah, that was going to be my other question here. Is like the Saints can't pick, pay Ellis. Gotta try. <laughs> you got, what, got like what six sacks or something this oh, season. You got to try. Came on strong. And other teams. Strong. Yeah, other teams like look. They they look for guys who can rush the passer, mm-hmm. and with him putting up those kind of numbers, all of a sudden, like about he, Ellis though, he about Ellis. He's brushing the passer really well, but he's playing linebacker really well. You know, he's yeah. he's been able to. He's played pretty well in coverage. He's been an all around player uh, and a great pass rusher. Uh, and you, I think you got to get him. You got to get him. Keep him in the building. But, you know, I love Demario Davis. He's one of the greatest players in Saints history. He, you got a plan for him to decline. I know he's been good this year, underrated. So in my opinion, mm-hmm. you got a plan for that kind of thing. And if you're going to have Werner and you're going to have Alice, those are two very capable young guys. Uh, what, what do you say, Dale, that the future is bright at linebacker? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was looking pretty bright, but now I don't know. Now you can't going to be moving on. I think. <laughs> <laughs> you got to pay him. Yeah. Well, look, if you got to pay him or Davenport, yeah, well, I, I I can't imagine what kind of deal someone's going to actually give for Davenport. Like, I I really can't imagine. Like, this, this is a defense that does not have sack numbers. Like, you're not getting, you're not going to break the bank, bro. Like, it's not going to happen. So, let's see. We had Lattimore show up this game, back from injury. Had six tackles, but most importantly, he got an interception. That's right. An interception by a cornerback. Most of the year. Saints. <laughs> most of the year. So what? That's two by safeties, one by a linebacker, and, and one by a corner. Do we have four this whole season? I, I think that's right. Yeah. Um, God. <laughs> no, no, Matthew, Matthew's, Matthew's got two. Huh? Two by one. Sorensen, so three by safeties, one by linebackers, one by corner. We have five this year. Yeah, yeah, that's it. We were talking about aim. We have five this year. Right. Uh, yeah. Disgusting. Yeah. I mean, look, I think the luck's got to gotta balance out. So next year, maybe we get a bunch of turnovers. You know? I want to do this again. <laughs> I want to do this. Because we said last year that our luck would balance out with injuries. And look what the hell happened right. to us this year. Yes, yes, I agree, Craig. I agree. <laughs> we're, we're doing the same things over and over again. Third down for what? Let's look at our pick em this week. Uh, very small amount of games pick. Um, the standings still have Rob 22278 and the mm. lead. Uh, the Queefers, they're, they're pulling up on them, though. They're pulling up. 
let's pick this game. We have Tampa Bay at Atlanta. Atlanta is a four-point favorite here, Craig. Yeah, the Bucks are clinched. They got nothing to play for. Uh, there, there's no way Tom Brady will see the field. Uh, I mean, you know, the Falcons got nothing to play for either. But they're not resting guys. They're just playing out the year. So, uh, yeah, Atlanta easily. Uh, I, the Buccaneers are gutless. They have no heart. They're a bunch of cheating bastards, and they're going to fold up for the last game. You heard me. Yep. Yep. There you go. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I didn't used keep... to eat Buccaneers, man, but I do now. Shoot. I hate them so much now. <laughs> everything about them is just, yeah, it's the, maybe it's the Tom Brady factor, but they're just such, such obnoxious. They're not even good. They, they won their damn division. They're not even a good team. It just makes me sick to my yeah. stomach. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this was a bad year for NFC South. Um, I will take Atlanta minus the four as well. Um, Craig, DA announced that Andy Dalton will be the starting quarterback for this last week. I, Do you agree with this decision? Oh. Nope. Question. No, I, it doesn't make sense. Why? 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 You got quarterbacks on the roster. Two of them are under contract next season, and one of them isn't. And you want to start the one that isn't in a game that does not matter to you. Why? Yeah. You're yeah. No, just the Dennis Allen, uh, Andy Dalton fans. Someone give me an actual, honest to God reason that you don't play Jameis. Excuse me, who is under contract next season and instead play Andy Dalton, who is a free agent as of Monday. Why? Mm-hmm. Why? There's no reason. It's pointless. It's stupid. It's a waste of a waste of talent. You destroyed the relationship with Jameis. There's no way he yeah. comes back, back next year. You have to trade him or cut him or you know, no one's going to want. Him. So you got to trade him or cut him. Release the guy. Right. And, trade. and now, that, and now that's, you're, a, that's a good word. Because no, take him. if you play him. Maybe he shows up and, and throws for 300 and something yards and somebody wants to give me a seven-round pick for him. <laughs> we ain't going to get that because he won't even play. It's uh, just, they're, seriously, the devil's advocate. I can't figure out why you'd want to start Andy Dalton in a game that doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't Unless you're planning anything. on having Andy Dalton back. Literally no reason. Um, do you Hate think it. Andy Dalton is a DA sort of quarterback where um, it's just the guy that's going to be a, a game manager and he's not going to want his quarterback to, you know, do anything special? Dancing around another issue. Um, yeah, yeah. No, honestly, though, yes. I think Andy Dalton is definitely more style of quarterback than Dennis Allen leans towards. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dennis Allen likes his his bright future and you know beyond the pale really what it what really boils down to uh he doesn't he doesn't really want to want to deal with things that are maybe in the shadows maybe a little bit darker he he really needs stuff that's up he's a racist I said it guys he wants to play any Dalton because we got a black quarterback on the bench I you know what I don't care no other reason I want to be that guy there's no other reason it's the only thing I can think of. It's all I've got to explain why you wouldn't play Jameis Winston is that right. Dennis Allen is a real life racist. I don't, I got nothing. Right. I, it's just, it's just stupid. I don't get it. Now, Craig, I know you watched uh, what happened last, last night on Monday night Goodness. football uh, with, with 
Hamlin going down. Um, they said it was a cardiac event. Um, he was in, he got taken to the hospital. They put him in a coma. They got his vitals together. Um, he's supposed to be doing okay, just in the coma recovering. Um, scary seeing that uh, CPR being administered on the field. I bet for a lot of us, that's the first time we've seen that, you know, especially in an NFL game. And yeah. I, people want to, people want to jump to, you know, what's going on, why that happened. And, you know, it, all that matters right now is, is this young man's life and his family. That's all that we should be focused on. You know, if you're a praying type, do that pray for this guy, pray for his family. Uh, don't, don't drag politics into it. Don't drag the league into it. Don't run a Roger Goodell out and tell him, Oh, well, Roger Goodell and the NFL told the both teams they had five minutes to warm up after they took the guy away in an ambulance. That's true, but we'll we'll roast him later. Right now, focus on your energy where it matters. They ultimately made the right decision. I mean, this, this is Bulls made the right decision. The NFL yeah. can fuck it up. Yeah, um, but ultimately it came to the right decision. Um, but I I was surprised to see the the message from the NFL today, just. Pretty much saying this game is not going to be uh, played this week, um, and we have to figure it out later. Because I mean, during COVID, hey, we played games on Wednesday to get stuff done. Like we weren't missing games, right? <laughs> what 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 happened to this attitude of we? Yeah, not missing this is games? different than this is different than the COVID thing because an NFL player might actually die in this one. No, no, no. I, I don't. I don't mean him. I mean I'm talking about the actual teams themselves. Because, I mean, they're, they're not going to be off the rest of the week is what I'm saying. The, the Buffalo Bills are. They're still going to have to show up and practice on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, whatever, to prepare for their next game. Yeah, I think, I think there's some extenuating circumstances to whether or not they, they bother with trying to do this game again at all. Uh, in baseball, a lot of times if there's a lot of rainouts or cancellations or whatever happens, uh, at the end of the year, if they don't necessarily affect the standings one way or another, they just – don't play them. Sometimes you'll just end up with less games played in a season. And I think that's a situation where if, if it's not critical for, for the one seed, like if uh, the chiefs lock it up, you know, this next week or whatnot, uh, I don't, I don't think they play it. I think it's just a, they'll just end the season with one less game. Well, that's, that's just the problem right there. The, the two seed. And hell, I mean, the one seed is still up for grabs. Um, the bills are 12 and three. The chiefs are 13 and three. The Bengals, they love. That's what I'm saying. If the Chiefs win, it's too late to play the game this week, so it would have to be have to figure something out after. Anyway, mm-hmm. if the Chiefs win this week, then they clinch the number one seed anyway. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. So I assume they do a, a – they just don't play this game. They just let it go. It would yeah, be but what, what Bills about the two seed then Chiefs, at this point? At this point, it would be the Bills, right? Their Bills are two and Bengals right. are three. But if if I'm the Bengals, I'm like I'm I was winning the game. Yeah, I mean I understand the, <laughs> the logic there, but like when are you gonna fit it? You know, like, yeah. Can't look. It's it's we're recording this on Tuesday. It can't. Yeah. You know the the Bills flew home. They're in Buffalo right now. You can't play it tomorrow. And well, that's you, that, that would have been my solution. And even if you tomorrow. did play it on Wednesday, you can't play a football game three days later. It's just not safe. You, you can. We did it, Bobby. Uh, you, <laughs> this precedent. <laughs> it's a terrible idea then, too. 
Oh, I agree. But it is what it is. We got to get these games played. Now, what, what they could like Skip do, Bayless over here. Fuck these, no, fuck no, these no. players. Let's get these games played. <laughs> get out of here. No, no. What I'm saying is at the, at the um, we, we could move the game to like a Wednesday and then their, their next game gets played, I don't know, Monday night, Sunday night, whatever it is, to push it far enough uh, away from the Wednesday to give those guys the opportunity to prepare. Hmm. That then it's running up awesome. on then it's running up on the playoff games. Only the yeah. ones he gets the week off. So you're gonna have guys go into a play a, a two seed play a playoff game on as a rested six seed. Just trying to give Tom Brady a path to the, <laughs> he's just trying to get um, <laughs> let him get him off the hook. Uh it's, it's it's a bad situation all around. Like n- no decision is gonna be perfect. Um so yeah, yeah, we, we got. I just made a speech about not worrying about this bullshit and instead praying for a young man's life, and now we worried about this bullshit. I swear to God, I'm, this has nothing to do with with his life. Like this is not is not what I'm talking about. I, I I'm not saying hey we yeah. shouldn't have canceled the game last night. Oh, it's like fine, that. Skip Bayless. No, it's fine, Skip. <laughs> <laughs> well, well. Listen. Yeah, no, I, I don't think there's a there's not going to be a right answer, no matter what they choose to do, yeah. whether it's a call. Maybe they just call it a tie, um, which is going to piss off the Bengals. They were winning. But, you know, mm-hmm. it, it is what it is. Uh, you don't have time to replay it. And yep. if you did have time, it would have been, you know, today. So I, I don't think that it's going to happen. If I was commissioner, if I was commissioner, I'd, I'd make it a tie. Okay. And I'd jump out of a window because the commissioner can fuck himself. <laughs> They're going to go for it here on fourth down. All right, let's preview this game. We got Carolina at New Orleans. Uh, Let's look at some of the the interesting little stats and tidbits here. Because New Orleans is minus 12 on the year in the turnover ratio, but it's still good for 31st in the league. But we did not. Did not go backwards there, Chris. So that's good. Despite Andy Dalton's best efforts. <laughs> the Saints defense ranked ninth in the league. Carolina is negative three in turnovers. Their offense is ranked 27 in total yards, and their defense is ranked 22nd. For time of possession, Carolina's 32nd. And New Orleans is 24th. Really? And New Orleans offense is ranked 19th. So now that we have all of these facts on board, what do you imagine you're going to see from Carolina this week? I imagine that they're going to come out and fight hard and get their tails kicked in because your boy is in the dome this week for the game. It's my first game of the season and there's no pressure because there's no playoffs anymore. I am so excited to go to this game right here. There there's no stress involved. I'm going to have some drinks. I'm going to do some <laughs> dancing. I'm, I'm in for it, man. Uh, I, I think Carolina is a good, they're, they're a good team uh, despite their record. They've been mm-hmm. running the ball really well. I am blown away by their time of possession being so bad. Uh, they, We've been running the ball so effectively. It, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Um, and Sam Darnold's been playing pretty well. Um, I didn't watch uh, the Panthers-Buccaneers game. Yeah. I'm sure the referees uh, won that for, for Tampa Bray. Of course they did. 
Um, yeah, man, I, I think the Saints are a better team. Uh, I wish we were starting uh, Jameis Winston. I have some kind of hope for the future. Even with Andy Dalton is effectively giving up on Jameis for forever. We will never see him play for the Saints again. So Which I'm is a bummer. Yeah. I'm pretty surprised by what I saw from uh, the Panthers last week because, hey, they always are run the ball, run the ball. Well, last week they didn't do that. They, they ran the ball 22 times for 74 yards, but Sam Darnold threw for 341 yards, three touchdowns. Hey, good luck. Exception. Good luck. We got Marshawn Lattimore back. We got Taylor. We got a Debo. Good luck. Good luck throwing the ball on us in the dome. I, I want to see it. I love it. I, man, I, this is the first time all season that I've been like pumped for a Saints game, and, and mm-hmm. it's when we're eliminated. <laughs> so, would you even play Lattimore again, though? Yeah, play him again. Get it. You gotta yeah, probably not <laughs> logically. <laughs> I I wouldn't. <laughs> but I'm hoping that DA continues his string of terrible decisions and plays them anyway. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, because DJ Moore, he's coming. Uh he, he just went off for 117 yards. Yeah, like, he doesn't play, he's getting Alante Taylor. I mean, yeah. There's a stud. He didn't even play last week. He's fresh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He'll be fresh for sure. So, all right. Well, let's pick this game. New Orleans is a three and a half point favorite versus Carolina. I'm pretty sure you're picking the Saints, right, Chris? Yeah, damn right. I'm picking the Saints. Who that? Saints by 100. <laughs> Look, I, I said it maybe two months ago. That we were gonna get, we were gonna win a bunch of games late when it didn't matter anymore, and it'd give us false hope for the future. And God damn it, have we done that? <laughs> we have won three in a row, guaranteed to have won win at least three of our last four games. Uh, and I think we're gonna win all four of our last four games, and it won't matter because we were so bad for so long, and we all have this false hope of oh, the defense came together. Maybe Dennis Allen's figuring this out. Shut up. No, he's not. He's terrible, <laughs> and they're feeding us this false hope. This toxic, fake, uh, wish fulfillment. I, I'm in. I love it. Who that? I can't wait. It's by 100. Oh, my goodness. Well, Craig, I am going to agree with you this week. I'm going yeah. to pick the Saints minus the three and a half. Yeah. We're going to see if we can close this thing out on a positive note. I know DA is going to be trying to win. because Look, we've been dragging him. Like, you got to win, fam. <laughs> If he wins that, I'll leave him alone for a while. How about that? Uh, look, any, any, I know that we only got about three or four people who listen to this show. Uh, any of you going to the game, any of you in New Orleans, uh, Twitter, uh, we'll have my handle in the bio uh, description of this. Uh, we get, we're going to go get some drinks, have a beer with me. Uh, we're going to have a good time. Uh, the Saints are going to finish the season on a four-game winning streak. It's going to be partying in New Orleans this weekend. And it won't matter because Tampa Bay can suck my ass. Who that? <laughs> Who that indeed? Everybody, holler at Craig if you're going to the game. He love yeah. having a beer with you. Yes, sir. Let's get this thing done. Let's get this win. Close out the season on a high note. Go into the offseason. We'll figure this thing out. Let's go, Saints. Who Great. That?
you really want to finish the season on a high note, I think we have a sponsor for that. The Beer Run Podcast is sponsored by Purple Valley Marijuana. We got that good, good. All right, I think that's all we have for this week. Uh, we know you have a choice that's of fair. podcasts, and uh, we're amazed that you keep choosing us. Our co-host Little Dice for Dave's loud-ass truck and the whole BSM Beer family. I'm the California Cajun. Have a beer. It's on me. Remember to follow us on Twitter and Facebook at BS and Beer Media. Or if you're old and want to write a strongly written letter, email us BS and Beer at iCloud.com.